0: When you run a business, everyone's got an opinion, but how do you decide when to take outside advice and when to ignore it? Today, one caller is hesitant to go against the grain and follow her gut. And stick around. Today's rapid fire questions are some hot tamales and I'm gonna give it to you straight.
1: Hi, Barbara. My name is Jen Salvaggia and I'm the founder of Serve Reserves. We're an on-demand staffing platform for the food and beverage industry. Uh, We launched about two and a half months ago, and we are doing amazingly well. Business is advancing. Uh, We have clients signing up to book our reservers, as we call them, which are service industry professionals. And we have service industry pros signing up to pick up shifts, uh, to get hired, um, and to be able to just do general fill-in on their own time. I've been advised to pull in a tech co-founder to be able to move forward for funding, and I kind of have a mindset that I'd like to avoid that. I kind of like where I'm at. So I wanted to pick your brain on whether I'm getting in my own way or whether I should open myself up to shifting direction. But I would love to hear from you and pick your brain and be part of the show. Thanks so much.
0: So you've been incubating the ideas in uh, seven years and you saw the opportunity when COVID hit. How did COVID make a big difference in your plan to move forward?
2: I, well,
3: on a personal level, I was in grad school. I was raising three kids. I was working full-time, sometimes two jobs. Oh, and so it was something that I tried on the side. And of course that doesn't work. You have to commit to it. So with COVID, uh, I ended up, connecting people I had 15 years in the industry before that and I was constantly putting employers with staff and linking people together
0: or I had why, friends why, at the I why you were in that position of linking people together in your other employment
3: I'm a connector
0: you just it just it's been that forever
3: and I make relationships especially in business very quickly uh, and so in at that time, people would text me and say, do you know anybody that can bartend this weekend? Uh, you know, anything like that? Who's hiring? Uh, and then in to, right after or right before COVID, excuse me, uh, I pulled in a business partner. I still am working with him. I call him my brother. Um, he's one of my best friends. He's industry also. And he's previously an entrepreneur. And so both of us uh, kind of redefined some of the things we wanted to do and how we could expand it and where it could go. And then COVID hit right in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. So as COVID ended, we reconvened and we both had people asking questions, trying to connect again. Uh, and we just moved forward. He was it's like
0: way. he was a connector like you he had that similar yes, experience. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. He, uh, he was a business partner. Is he still a business partner? Yes. Yeah. partners in the business. Yes. Well, a- no, I'm 51. He's 49. I wonder, um, you, you strike me as someone who has extra energy, extra hardworking, extra trustworthy. Those would be my three traits I see in hearing Thank you. Uh, what What are his gifts? Uh,
3: trustworthy for sure. Very blunt, uh, good communication. He's excellent at logistics. Uh, he's phenomenal at operational and uh, I guess... Strategic planning and both of us uh, are able, we don't egos are out of the room when we work together, Wonderful. so we can both sit down and
0: just lay it out. Wow! And are you making money yet, or are you still putting money in before you get money out?
3: We're not taking money out yet, um, and we're not profitable. It's been two months, but we're getting there
0: What's taking uh, so long, it's been a whole two months.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, and we, uh, we were both. I don't want to say we're cheap. We're very frugal. So we do a lot ourselves, but we harness technology for that. So out of pocket total per month is only like $2,000. It's not hard to profit in that, but we're very calculated in how we're growing so that we're doing it right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And how, how the, we're, I guess we piloted a few bars and a Mm -hmm. few staff members just to have that go to see what the kinks were so that we didn't have 50 people or a hundred people doing it. We wanted to start slow and now we're ramping it up. So we've done, uh, gosh, we're at about seven to a, 700 to a thousand in revenue per month right now with no advertising. It's only been word of mouth and we haven't blasted it. Now we're gonna start moving. Okay.
0: Um, I would slow down on planning for the advertising. Uh, okay. I mean, I just say that out of the bat because I'm involved with so many entrepreneurs and when they have a roaring start, which usually happens as a result of being on Shark Tank, that's my universe, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. The first thing they do is think they could multiply out exponentially because they have all this cash coming in Mm -hmm. and they piss a lot of money away, honest to God. Yep, that makes makes sense. And if you're both frugal and you like to be careful where you spend money, Uh, You don't feel that security when you're advertising online quickly. So I, if you're getting word of mouth and word of mouth, as you know, by its very nature, builds on itself very quickly. And it's the kind of building that is so valuable because you've been recommended by someone. So I would let, you know, you've only been in business two months. I would let that run for a while without spending more money in that regard. What I'm confused about is you question, I wasn't quite sure what you meant by that, that you uh, that you were, uh, you had a tech co-founder who wanted to move ahead with funding. I wasn't sure what that was. Can you tell Oh, me?
3: sorry. Yeah. We discussed this with other ventures and we've um, we've spoken with a few investors, a few uh, business incubators, and everyone kind of wants to lump us into a tech company. And in that, they're all saying, we would love to fund you, get a tech co-founder. And our vision for this um, it's service industry is a people business. So it's about people and it's for people. And I don't want it to get lost in an identity crisis of becoming a tech company, even though tech is at the forefront of what we're doing. So my business partner and I both are kind of of the mindset. We don't want to jump in with a tech co-founder, pull a third party. And when right now our communication and the way we move forward just works so perfectly and we're able to leverage tech and I've learned tech. I I listen to your podcast and I watch YouTube videos about API and backlinks and tech stacks.
0: And I've learned enough to kind of maneuver on my own. Yes. You know, well, let me be the third voice that jumps in there and says you'd be crazy to change a thing. Thank you. you. Absolutely, Uh, I'm sure, you know, you have a great gut reaction on whatever you decide to do. And it sounds like your business partner. What's his name? Hayden. Hayden. Okay. It sounds like he might be similar to you in that regard. It sounds very practical. You have found a dream partner, honest to God. Wow. I know. Yeah, I'm thankful. Why would you make three a crowd? It, it's always a crowd. It's one thing to hire a tech person, but something else to bring in a partner. It would be a nutso move on your part and his part, of course. Thank but. you. Yeah. That's exactly what we
3: felt. But, you know, hearing I that from you.
0: It's nice that I jump in there, but I think you two knew it well enough deep in your soul that you were never going to go there. By the way, um, when your company takes off so quickly and when it seems so natural, uh, by its very nature, you attract a lot of people's opinions and attention. You will hear Mm -hmm. millions of, well, not really millions. I guess I'm exaggerating a little, but you'll hear dozens of opinions as you grow as what you can and can't do. Uh, And it's all great. But let me tell you, the person's opinion (laughs) that counts is your own period. And uh, you never have to sway from that. I always like to say that with all the partners I've invested on Shark Tank, um, the really good ones, the ones that are phenomenal at what they do and are getting ahead will ask my advice and then ignore it. (laughs) the really bad ones that ask my advice, and then they don't do well and use my advice, not because of my advice, just because they they think everybody's got the answer, but them never do well. I love an entrepreneur that listens and does exactly as they please. I was that way, you're that way, your partner's that way. Uh, it's the way you have to be in your own business. You know, You just have to be. So listen, I think you have so much potential. The next people you're going to attract is people who want to be partners, who want to put their money because they could see the fast growth. And let me tell you, don't do what I did, which I was in business about 12 years, almost sold my business for I think $6,000 to Merrill Lynch. Was okay. I flattered. Someone actually wanted, maybe I'm exaggerating, I think it was $60,000. It was, for me anyway, at the time, like, my God, someone <laughs> paid me $60,000 or whatever the number was And they changed their mind, thank God. And I sold my business like within four years for 66 million. Mm -hmm. Don't be tempted until you're ready to hang up your saddle and say, okay, I've done it, I've been there, let's sell this joint. And when you reach that day, that's when you sell your business. But by all means, you have all the magic ingredients, a great partner, a great place, a great time, a great brokerage firm, really almost in the same business I was in, except you trade in people versus a you know uh you're going to do so well uh you're on the road to tremendous riches i know it i feel it in my gut don't you ever listen to anybody else listen but do what you want yeah okay i love that thank you i really really appreciate that rooting for you not that you need anybody rooting for you you're going to do so well it always helps (laughs) Ah, yeah it is i'll send you my good energy anyway (laughs) thank you so much congratulate your partner please i will
2: Hi, Barbara. My name is Mia. Um, I am a fan of Shark Tank and a listener of your podcast. I love it. And it really just makes me think about my own, I guess, business journey and career journey. I basically have always been really in love with law and have uh, toyed with the idea of law school since I was a young kid. But I got a really good job and career um, in the same field, but not exactly doing what I love. So I've just been really torn for the last two years about going to law school, taking out the loans, and doing something that I'm really passionate about, and having the opportunity to help people, and staying in a job that's safe, back office, good salary, benefits, um, just because it's kind of the easy route. So Um,
0: your advice and mentorship would be greatly appreciated. Mia, you've got to immediately go to law school. Nothing that could make up for a lost dream. And you're still dreaming about it and it haunts you about going to law school. So get off your stool and get there. Are you aware that you could keep your day job as well? And you could go to law school at night in four years rather than three years? By all means, that's worth looking into. With your day job firmly in hand, you'll have the money to pay for law school. But please, please promise me you're not going to be one of those people who dies when they're 80 wishing they shoulda, coulda. You sound vital, young, and get going on the career choice that's been haunting you. Go back and go to law school. Hey, some of my best questions, honest to God, come into my Business Unusual Facebook group. I'm going to answer those questions today. We're going to try it. Rapid fire style, 30 seconds or less. And by the way, if you're interested in business, don't miss my Business Unusual Facebook group. We have the coolest conversations going on there. I'm learning more from people than they're learning from me. Okay, we're ready for rapid fire right now. Quick questions, quick answers. And for a little help today, I'm bringing my chipmunks. You know why? They talk fast, so they're gonna help me stay on track. I'm an inspiring 16-year-old entrepreneur. How do I come up with a product? Most people have no problem coming up with a product. The question is, how do you come up with a product that people will buy? And I can tell you, the products that always sell in business are products that answer a need that nobody else has figured out. Once you've come up with an idea that solves a problem, get off your butt and do it as fast as you can before somebody else does it. How do I get past being shy to boast about my business? I had a problem in this area for many, many years, but the minute I hired my first salesperson, someone else who worked for me, I started boasting about them and how incredible they were. And guess what? I was very comfortable bragging about the next guy, much more so than myself. And you know what? That did the trick. Once I had 500 people, I was boasting about everybody, boasting all the time. And that brought me a ton of business. So hire somebody and boast about them if you're having a hard time with it. And that's all we have time for today. Search and follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.